Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast contains adult themes and language and some of the things that we discuss may be disturbing to some listeners. In this podcast, we discuss sexual assault, torture, race, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Bienvenidos, bitches, and buiti binafi. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Fruit Loops is a podcast about true crimes committed by people of color and the victims that we do not hear or know much about. Contrary to popular belief, not all serial killers are straight cis white dudes. What? No, that's right. There are many well-documented cases of serial killers of color and Fruit Loops is a podcast all about them. We will take deep dives into the fascinating lives and crimes of serial killers and true crimes committed by people of color and the victims that the media and entertainment commonly leave out because the news is racist, allegedly. And we are Wendy and Beth. She's Wendy. I'm Beth. We're not journalists, investigators, or psychologists. Just a couple of gals interested in true crime. Also, the opinions expressed in this podcast are just that, our opinions. Please send any questions or comments to fruitloopspod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 602-935-6294. And we may feature it on a future episode. Also, our website is fruitloopspod.com, and we use Fruit Loops Pod for all our social media. The footnotes for each episode can be found on our website. Plus, check it out for the different ways that you can support the show and become a Fruit Loops patron. So, Beth, tell the people. Who are we talking about today? I mean, what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, we're on a break. So today's episode is going to be a little different. This is an episode that we recorded for our patrons. The date we recorded it is in the title, so the stories are a little dated, and there could be more recent information available now. But anyway, what we do in these episodes is share news stories with each other that are trending on that date, mostly true crime, but anything that we find interesting and talk about what's going on on in the world. These patron-only episodes are a little more conversational, personal, and less edited. And if you are already a patron at the $5 level, maybe you don't know that these are available to you. Well, they are! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Just log into Patreon or Podbean, whichever platform you sign up for as a patron, and they will be there in your feed. We hope you enjoy this episode. To get more of these episodes, which we release weekly, become a patron at the $5 and uh, up tier. Yeah. Actually, there's no tier above $5, <laughs> but for some reason, people do it, and we thank you. And and with that, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Hello, 
extra, extra read all about it. Fruit Loops has some updates for you, and we are going to shout it. Uh, have you heard the one about Whitey on the Moon? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. So, <laughs> old so, Whitey? Did, yes. Did old, you finally hit him and he went to the yeah, moon? <laughs> shot him straight through the sky. Uh, no. <laughs> so, um, the, the the news is uh, Whitey on the Moon. Basically, these billionaires are, are shooting themselves up in the sky. Oh, now, yeah. I did hear it, about that. So, yeah. there's, this, there's this famous poem called Whitey on the Moon by Gil Scott Heron. And I didn't that, know that. Oh, it is so dope. It goes, uh, he goes, uh, I wrote a poem called uh, Whitey on the Moon, and it was inspired by Whitey on the Moon. <laughs> and he wrote it in 1970. And the lyrics are really, just let me give you a little taste. Uh, the okay. lyrics are, uh, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the Moon. Her face <laughs> and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bill, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. Now, it goes, it just goes on and on. But as it is so relevant, it is, it's crazy how it's almost like he predicted that these billionaire butt fucks would be flying themselves up to the moon for no reason. No uh, so, reason. <laughs> so this yeah. classic tune, again, it's, it's resonating um, because the same socioeconomic issue Issues that existed in 1970 when the poem was written are still a problem yeah. today. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Virgin Mobile, Sir Richard Branson, who is worth, by the way, six billion billion dollars, went up to space. <laughs> he didn't actually go up to, into space. He just went up to the upper sky, like the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, fifty miles above the Earth, uh, with a crew of civilians over the weekend. He like filmed it with his iPhone or whatever. And then Jeff Bezos will be going up soon. Now, Bezos is the richest man in the motherfucking world, worth yeah. one hundred and eighty-seven billion dollars. Wow. Um, Elon Musk, I hate speaking his name, but yeah. he's also involved in this billionaire bullshit space race or whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I love that. <laughs> billionaire bullshit space race. I'm telling you, it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here, whiteys, all the whiteys are trying to go up to the moon. Meanwhile, down here on Earth, we got poverty, homelessness, unemployment, problems with education, hunger. Oh, yeah. And a motherfucking pendejo. AKA yeah. COVID-19 is still a big problem. Yeah. And, you know, just so we're clear, again, all these problems that I just listed could be eradicated if these these bozos and bezos would combine their wealth and do something sub, you know of, of substance. substantial yeah exactly instead exactly. of flying to the moon for no reason whatsoever whitey is on the moon and shit still sucks down here <laughs> so um black twitter you know does what black twitter does and i i'm here for every minute of it there's a there's, it. there's somebody on the internet his name is michael harriet and he tweeted about bronson he was not in outer space this nigga spent a gazillion dollars to go to the upper sky. <laughs> Just calling it like it is. And I totally understand that perspective. And, yeah. you know, why not solve the problems of the world? You know, uh, with all, I mean, they have so much ridiculous wealth. Yeah, they're um, just hoarding money is what they're it, doing. Exactly, right? And all their, what are they gaining, right? By going up there, making Nothing. more money yeah. for their giant <laughs> egos, 
billionaire bullshit basura uh so that's that's that um and i uh it, it's disgusting but it is what it is <laughs> yeah yeah so when i saw the the headline about bezos uh-huh. uh going to space the way it was written something about how he's stepping down and then going to space in it. I was, I was like, what are they going to shoot him into the sun? What's what's happening? <laughs> oh, if only. Oh, if only. I really think that Amazon workers were considered essential workers during the pandemic. Yeah. And few a few of them turned into activists over this time, sort of explaining like Amazon is great, but we can't even take bathroom breaks. We're over here wearing diapers and shit, getting oh, wow. in Injuries, trying to get people's packages out. And Jeff Bezos is earning more and more and more and more money, refusing to pay people a living wage, refusing to let his workers unionize so they can have more power, collective power and, right. um, you know, uh, have some upward mobility um, in, in our economy. And it's just it's really gross. This He's going to the moon and people are suffering, including his employees. And um, they say that when you when you go up to the upper sky, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) My broke ass. It's never happened to me anyway. (laughs) Just send me the Google image. He when you go up there, that something is supposed to happen to you, like mentally and spiritually. And you're you just it just changes you kind of like, I don't know, giving birth or something. And Mm, so hopefully when those motherfuckers (laughs) get back down to earth, they will start using their wealth to solve some real problems. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I doubt that. God damn it. <laughs> Again, may I be excused? Because this sucks. <laughs> so uh, so that's Whitey on the Moon. And uh, please check out the poem. You can find it on YouTube. And it's awesome. on Spotify. It's in my regular, regular <laughs> playlist. Right. Um, it's really good. So um, have you heard the tale of the evil white ESPN reporter, Rachel Nichols? No, tell me about it. Well, I hate spewarts uh, a lot. And, but old Waddy loves sports, so I'm pretty familiar with this white woman, uh, Rachel Nichols. She's she's the white redhead, and she knows her stuff, right? She's really smart. Um, she's really good, like off the off the cup. She does she does great interviews, um, and she's she's got the long reddish brown hair. She's kind of got a fatty. <laughs> Don't tell anybody I told you that. But uh, so she um, she has a counterpart, and her counterpart is Maria Taylor, who is black, and um, the and. NBA finals are going on right now. Uh, it's not over. I just know I can't watch my TV. Okay. So, right. Uh, but it's going on right now. And um, Rachel Nichols was, uh, she was not going to be broadcasting courtside at the NBA finals. Instead, ESPN said her black counterpart, Maria Taylor, would be doing the job. Um, but because Americans cannot have nice things and white folks believe that everything is a zero sum game, um, troubling audio came out recently of Rachel essentially saying that, you know, she's rooting for Maria, but, you know, and glad that she's getting her shot, but not at Rachel's expense. And there has been a long, a lot of anger um, directed towards Rachel Nichols. Um, my, me personally, though, I really think that anger should be 
at ESPN. This yeah. is, it's it's a sucky thought that Rachel had, but I I I mean I get it, right? As a woman in this industry in sports, you got to be you got to be cut yeah. right? Right, um, right? And to to get your place. And ESPN makes it um challenging. They, ESPN is the gatekeepers. ESPN yeah. is the one keeping women from uh, making it to those spots and women right. of color and LGBTQ and 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 everybody else. And um it would just reminded me of like you know, like when a dude is cheating and the two the two girls shouldn't get mad at each other. They need to get mad at that motherfucker yeah, who was doing yeah. the cheating. Right. Yeah. And that's ESPN in this case. But right. it, but there was a lot of, you know, backlash. And, um, you know, I think it's warranted. But I, I really think that it's it's ESPN's fault for this scandal. I agree. Yeah. Um, but there there was a, it. She wasn't the only one at ESPN who had some troubling audio leaked. Um, there is a white man by the name of Adam Mendelson. Uh, and he is, or he had a conversation uh, with uh, Nichols. And um, he was also on the call saying, you know, uh, he was like, yeah, I totally feel you, um, Rachel. You know, I just don't know. I'm exhausted between me too and Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I got nothing left. Ugh, <laughs> and imagine living it. Yeah. You dumb pieces of shits. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I just, I, I just thought um, it was an interesting uh, bit of news because the the, the sports is going on right now, and uh, ESPN was uh, <laughs> trying really hard not to get this story to come out but it's out now um and people got a lot of thoughts about it um yeah and uh it's it uh relates to fruit loops because it has to do with racism if you're wondering so um doesn't always have to you doesn't know, always have news. to be true crime yeah. y'all it's whatever yeah. the fuck we want <laughs> it's uh, news <laughs> yeah it's news so uh did you hear the one about the haitian president who was assassinated in his own home i heard about that yeah Ooh, yes not not good um so the president i you know what i'm not a real journalist so forgive me i don't have his name uh but the president he was uh implemented and propped up by uh partly by the united states uh and he overstayed his welcome beyond his term uh, with the help of the United States, I think. So what happened was there was a delay in him taking office. And um, he was like, well, since I didn't start when I was supposed to start, I'm just going to stay way longer than my term is uh, supposed to take. And the people of Haiti were like, what the fuck? We, this is not what we, this is not it's what not we what wanted. We first for, of all, we yeah. didn't want you to be president in the first place. And you're going to overstay your welcome. And, uh, you know, Trump was like, we think this guy's the legitimate president. And I think Joe Breezy, Joe Biden was like, yeah, this guy's legit. And he wasn't. And Haitians were really mad about it. And let's not forget that Haiti is the only colonized nation of color in the world that fought its colonizers for freedom and fucking won. Yeah. Um, but uh, as a result, the colonizers were uh, like, you know what? You guys owe us reparations and crippled <laughs> and crippled Haiti financially. And that, that that fact really surprises people. They don't a lot of people don't know that, that yeah. Haiti had to pay the entire nation of France bullshit reparations. And it, and it yeah, really crippled the nation financially for a long time. So they've they've been suffering, but they are independent. Right. So on top of of that, other other white colonizer nations have also gotten on board and contributed to the harm um, done to Haiti, um, including meddling in their nation's elections. Um, so 
the Haitian president is dead. His wife was also shot in her home. She was in critical condition, but still alive. And now there's back and forth between who's who's the real leader of Haiti. And um, I think what Haiti really wants is to have their own truly democratic elections and whatever we can do to help that happen needs to be done or United States just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And there were some arrests made in um, the assassination of the president. 15 Colombian men uh, had been arrested and two American black men. Oh, wow. Black men (laughs) uh, were also arrested, but they were like, we didn't have anything to do with it. We were just translating. So um, more obviously to come on that developing story, but uh, I thought it was an interesting one um, for numerous reasons. Uh, So consider yourselves informed. This has been Wendy Williams in (laughs) in the Fruitless Studio. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, podcast listeners. I'm Paul Brandis introducing my podcast, Countdown to Dallas. It's a fascinating, in-depth look at the seemingly unconnected events that led to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. It's based on my book of the same title. In that book and in this podcast, I go all the way back to 1939 when Lee Harvey Oswald was born into a troubled and dysfunctional family. I'll follow his transient and often violent teenage years and young adulthood, painting a fuller picture of the man who would later become Kennedy's killer. I also take a look at events unfolding in that era like Cuba and Vietnam And I'll unpack the conspiracy theories, too, not one of which has ever been conclusively proven. Subscribe to Countdown to Dallas at evergreenpodcasts.com or your favorite listening app, October 31st. My name is Bill Huffman, and I am a former Cleveland News producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Mihaljevic, And now each week, I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today wherever you get your favorite shows. Uh, I have two more stories because I have been talking a lot. Okay, so you take your pick. Do you want to hear about the TikTok star who was murdered or about the racist New Jersey man who was arrested over the 4th of July weekend? Did you see the video of him hurling racial slurs at his neighbors? No, but let's hear about the murder. (laughs) Okay, there we go. You know me. I want to hear about murder. Let's get some murder. So 19-year-old TikTok star Swavy, whose real name is Madama Miller, was shot and taken to the hospital this week, according to police in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, And he he died as a result of his wounds. And his family called his his death uh, the result of a senseless act of violence and was seeking justice for Swavy. Now, 
Now, Swaby had 2.7 million followers on TikTok. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he had 400,000 Instagram followers. And fans have been posting tributes on both platforms. Now, how did he get killed exactly? Um, I think it was a stray straight bullet uh, oh, but I don't geez. know for sure I don't know for sure that sucks uh, yeah uh, so some of his videos had more than 100 million likes uh, and his murder is tragic but got even more publicity recently um, when the story was put on the Wendy Williams show it wasn't me guys <laughs> on the Not other Wendy the other Williams, Wendy Williams. Yeah, yeah the ones who the, the rich the, the, the one famous who has the one. show the real the famous <laughs> one yeah that one and she was a way out of pocket with her commentary so um uh basically wendy there's there was a video going around twitter of wendy um setting up this story she's like oh this tiktok star does anybody know who he is anybody yeah uh that's what i thought nobody knows who he is and i have more instagram followers than him oh and my god I don't, even, I don't even do tiktok what, why and then but why then, is no, that she, necessary? She, ha- she had not yet even mentioned the part about him being murdered oh yet. my god so, so she sets it up nobody knows him she you know he has more followers than her uh tiktok is trash and then oh by the way he was murdered and people were like wendy that is not a very good way to present a tragic story right no um a little bit distasteful as far as um you know human beings go um but it was interesting because people get mad at wendy williams a lot yeah (laughs) i I see a lot of headlines yeah yeah everybody's mad at wendy williams again she did it again she opened her mouth and uh you know i could relate and uh she (laughs) what's interesting is like when everyone was like wendy how dare you and i i i did i agree but wendy's mom died um like six months ago and wendy did the same thing like set it up the same way she was like oh my mom picked out this outfit for me today and she's dead (laughs) like oh my god and she died yesterday or something like something like that it was like wow what an interesting journalistic choice yeah Yeah. (laughs) so present information exactly so anyway (laughs) thoughts and prayers to Swavy's family friends and fans Um, but I I would I don't think I would have heard of this story if Wendy Williams hadn't hadn't told me so yeah yeah at least at least he got some attention that way yeah yeah and I mean the more attention to it I mean they'll get to the bottom of whoever was responsible for his, exactly. his death so yeah that's all i've got back to you in the studio ben <laughs> <laughs> well the uh the heat wave that was on the west coast continued last week oh, and oh, oh uh it was very hot in california oh no okay. in fact okay it got up to 130 degrees in death valley stop it are you it's, serious yeah Ooh. It was the, it was the hottest temperature recorded on Earth in nearly a century. Stop it on yep. Earth on Earth. Oh yep. my lord! <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> I've never been to Death Valley, but the people who I've t- in my life who have always everybody always breaks down there and gets stuck in Death yeah. Valley, right? <laughs> you can die doing that. Don't do that. Don't go to Death Valley. You'll yeah. break down and die. Well, it's on the way it's on the way to to places. Yeah. Yeah. So 130 degrees. And you said in 100 years, ma'am? Uh yes, in a century. That Jesus. well that's the hottest 
recorded temperature on Earth in nearly a century is what they said in the news article. Yeah. I wonder what the I mean, I, I'm sure it's best, obviously, to be indoors in air conditioning. Yeah. But what what would happen to you? Like, what is the threshold for being outside? You know, when it's too cold, you're, you shouldn't yeah. go outside. You should. You just it, shouldn't go outside. Yeah. You just shouldn't go outside. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, like, what is the threshold? Five minutes, ten minutes, and then you burn yeah. up like a piece of toast. What happened? <laughs> <You> just <laughs> spontaneously combust. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's can't be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, thoughts and prayers, y'all. Yeah. Drink your water. Stay inside. Yes. Yes. So in in other news, uh, White House officials, as more people get vaccinated against COVID-19 in the U.S., a vast majority of hospitalizations and deaths are occurring among people who haven't yet gotten the COVID shot. Oh, we told y'all. What did you what you thought? What did you think was going to happen? So virtually all COVID-19 hospitalizations and deaths in the United States are now among unvaccinated people. Really? And uh, the cases are continuing to rise. I saw that. Particularly as the Delta variant takes hold. So, yeah. The Delta variant, if you haven't heard of it, it's a variant of COVID-19, obviously. Okay. Um, But it's highly transmissible, more transmissible than the original. Oh, Uh, for real? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So, uh, and I I think uh, only about 48% of the U.S. population is fully vaccinated. Something like 60% have been vaccinated to some degree, like maybe had one shot. Really? But that number really surprised me. Only 48% of the U.S. population is fully vaccinated. We didn't make our goal. No. You know not, what, though? No. A song came out this week, and it goes a little something like this. Girl, you looks good. Won't you vax the thing up? You's a fine young lady. Won't you vax the thing up? Call me Big Daddy when you vax the thing up. Now, the word on the street is the black people, black, black Twitter is saying if that song had come out at the beginning Everybody would be vaccinated. Everybody would be vaccinated. Everybody would have a vaccine. (laughs) But it's too late. (laughs) Well, it's not too late. It's not too late. So go get your COVID-19 shot. (laughs) Yeah, get your vaccines. I know. You know what? I think one thing that people forget is there's people in our population who can't get vaccinated. Right. So that's why it's really, really important that if you can, that you do your part. Yeah. For humanity, y'all. What the fuck is wrong with people? So, yeah, I mean, some people can't get the vaccine. Right. So the more we can do mm-hmm. to uh, keep it from transmitting to those people, the better. Mm-hmm. So yes, get your yes. COVID-19 shot. Yeah. No, the day we don't have to see Anthony Fauci anymore, love him lots. But uh, that's when we'll know that we're in the clear, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. on TV right now. I All the time. Yep. Fauci? <laughs> Okay, I'll get my vaccine. Like, it's it's not we're not it's not over yet. And um, right. yeah, man, that's sad. Yeah. I, we're we're going to we're going to Vegas um, for a company thing, and uh, it, it's Vegas is a Delta variant hotspot. It and, is, yeah. I mean, it's it. They opened it all up. Everybody is running ooh, around. Every, yeah, yeah we outside. But and you no. know what? I think you and I are like the only people in our office who still wear masks. Oh, yeah. No, I sit next to a guy at work who has one, like, one lung. Yeah. One functioning lung. Like, I'm trying to be respectful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, 
and let's not forget 600,000 Americans died. Um, so yeah, uh, I still wear a mask in the office and yep. I'm, I'm proud of it. I will not stop. And, I, and I still wear, well, I still don't go out to stores, um, very often. Maybe uh-huh. I think I've gone maybe five times, uh, For in the last reals. like few months and, um, I wear a mask uh-huh. and we're, we're fully open now. Yeah, uh, no mask uh, mandate or anything. So nope. nobody else is wearing a mask, and they look at me like I'm I've grown a second head. You know, like isn't that isn't that a, it's isn't so that a bitch? weird? Like yeah. you, you know what, you guys were we were all wearing masks like right. a month ago. So right, right. and <laughs> why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> right, because it doesn't make any sense. Those no. stickers that were on the floor gone. The six feet, give me yep. my six feet. Gone. gone. Uh, all the signs on people's offices or in stores say uh, uh, mask optional, mask. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I I just I fear the worst because it's not going to be summertime forever. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, right. So once everybody's inside, that's kind of how the flu spreads is that. Um, people are inside cooped up together, spreading germs. And yeah. that's why we have flu season in the wintertime when it's cold yeah. and we're all inside. So, you know. So uh, it's status quo for me. Yeah. keep You keep it going, Beth. You know what? I got something for you over here. There you go. Well, thank you. Good work. Good work. Thanks for being a good citizen. What else you got? Well, this is old news, meaning from several months ago, but I just ran across it and I thought it was worth talking about. Okay. So a manhunt for a child murderer named Lester Eubanks spans five decades and he remains one of the most wanted men in America. And the U.S. Marshals posted their highest ever reward for information leading to his capture, which is $50,000. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. That's enough to get me get me going. <laughs> yeah. Pay pay off our bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brought to you by Upstart. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So um he's a he's a black man. Uh-huh. And okay. hundreds of new clues poured in after the ABC News investigative unit went inside the manhunt with US Marshal Service for the podcast. Have you seen this man? <gasps> That's so, a podcast? Yeah, I guess I've so. Never heard I, of haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. Have you seen this man? Okay. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and the US Marshal Service hopes that newly unearthed photos of people who worked and socialized with Lester Eubanks in the mid 1970s mm-hmm. will lead to a clue that cracks the case. Deputy U.S. Marshal David Seiler believes that Eubanks may have never left greater Los Angeles. Ooh, okay. Quote, we're hoping that the viewers in Los Angeles are able to identify some of these people. I mean, they're not in trouble whatsoever, unquote. Right, right. Okay, okay. So among the clues they have are photos recovered showing employees Mm -hmm. at a former waterbed factory in Gardena where Eubanks worked during his, his early years on the run. Wait. Pause. Waterbed factory? A waterbed factory, <laughs> yeah. So it was seventies and eighties. It was the seventies, yes. <laughs> uh, another clue is a possible girlfriend named Renee who went by the nickname Sherm. Okay. Okay. 
Other photos show a former employee known only as Rick. Mm -hmm. Eubanks was living and working in Los Angeles under the name Victor Young after a 1973 escape from the Ohio State Penitentiary. Whoa! Yeah. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Okay. He was serving a life sentence for the murder of 14-year-old Mary Ellen Diener. Oh. Investigators believe he lived off and on with a woman named Kay Eubanks between about 1975 and 19. 1996. Wow. And he's still missing. Still missing. Yeah. And it's in the late 80s or early 90s. It's believed that Eubanks worked as a janitor at St. Francis Hospital in Linwood. So anyway, there's a $50,000 reward for this guy. And uh, the photos that they have are in the article that I got this story from, Uh uh, which I'll link in the show notes so you guys can take a look at the photos and uh, see if you worked with him. Yeah, you know, uh, it just kind of reminds me of don't fuck with cats or like this is right. This is what we do. True crimers, we are ready for this. We are are built for this. (laughs) I I hope. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Sleep with one eye open, Eubanks. (laughs) We're going to get you. Yeah. (laughs) But Lester Eubanks, doesn't that make you think of like, uh, I don't know, a game show guy or something? Oh, yeah. Kevin (laughs) Eubanks. Kevin Eubanks and the Tonight Show Band. That's what I thought of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was another uh... black guy. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, see? (laughs) So I got one more story for you. This one's a short one. Okay. You ready? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kara, the 12 foot long albino Burmese python, (gasps) a non venomous 150 pound snake, slipped out of her enclosure at the Blue Zoo Aquarium inside the Mall of Louisiana in Baton Rouge last Tuesday morning. I saw this story. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) So, snake experts, animal trackers, firefighters, police officers, plumbers, and heating engineers were all drafted in to assist in the search for the at-large serpent. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. The aquarium was closed during the search and appeals on social media were made for sniffer dogs and scanning devices. Luckily, Kara was found the following Thursday morning inside of a wall. Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. She was missing for days? Yeah, two days. Wait, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, two days. Oh, no. Right. I thought it was just on somebody's lunch break. And... I mean, how lucky are you that you don't have to go into work because there's a python in the there's hole. There's a python mall. in the wall. Oh, oh my God. But man, it's yeah, like snakes. Times, you ever had like a shitty job and been like, man, I just wish the building would catch fire. So I yeah. wouldn't have to back here. <laughs> like having a snake is kind of like, yay, but yeah, there's been answered. Snake um, in the wall, can't yeah. go to work. <laughs> <laughs> we outside. Um, but man, well, I'm you know, I actually love snakes. Me I too. They are fascinating and me too and they they i love touching them they're me too they're they're soft yeah yeah and um it's just it's like it's wild how they're just solid muscle right yeah and Um, when they're moving you can feel all the muscle yeah in in them yeah they're pretty cool i like snakes absolutely and um so it sounds like nobody was harmed the snake is okay the snake is safe and ha- healthy, said the aquarium. Oh, so, thank goodness. Kara uh-huh. is okay. Woo, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, 
A hundred and fifty pound python. Man. Yeah. You know what though? This was in Louisiana, and there are a lot of other critters to be afraid of outside of the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Gators, mosquitoes. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, Bourbon Street. Stuff. You know, yeah. uh, all kinds drunk of stuff. people on drunk? Bourbon Street. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> that was a fun story, Beth. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the news. Look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. folks uh where can the people find us beth our website is fruitloopspod.com our facebook page is fruit loops pod and our discussion group is fruit loops pod discussion on facebook we are also on twitter and instagram at fruit loops pod and links to our sources will be in our footnotes if you want to support the show you can send us a donation on the cash app just google fruit loops pod cash app or you can become a monthly patron through podbean this will help us pay for things like our website and pod hosting there's no minimum and no commitment even a dollar would help and as always we have merch for sale on our website that's right now this is a weekly podcast and new episodes drop every thursday so until next time look alive y'all it's crazy out there detective came and knocked on the door and I said is it Renee and he just gave me that solemn look it was the worst day ever the proof podcast is back with a new case and a new season 23 years ago 18 year old Renee Ramos went missing her body was later found in an empty Home Depot building on the edge of town I don't think that they arrested the right people it's about time somebody's trying to do something she had a black eye about two weeks before she was murdered They are involved. They definitely had her body and her backpack. You know people are going to judge you, right? Of course. They're judging me now. They've been judging me damn near my whole life. You can listen now to season two of Proof, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow along with us as we reinvestigate the murder at the warehouse. I have to ask, did you kill Renee? So when the scammer uses the hypnotic method of building rapport, then they create dysfunctional, delusional reality.
That's how a scam begins, convincing the mark that it makes perfect sense to hand over their money to a con artist. The Scams and Cons podcast tells you how scams are run. You'll hear how people are convinced to buy fake art, buy machines that print money, or steal your house. I get a phone call from my wife, and she let me know that they had decided to move all our stuff out. I can no longer do anything about it except go through an eviction. And you'll hear it from the experts, people who run the cons. So we go to your bank, you go in and get 6,000 cash, give us each 3,000, we give you this. Uh You go home, and what you find out is cut up newspaper. It's fun to know how the trick is done, and that's what Scams and Cons is all about. Listen at scamsandcons.com or wherever fine podcasts are found.